This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Mr. Potato Head is no longer a mister. Hasbro, the company that makes the potato-shaped plastic toy, is giving the spud a gender-neutral new name, Potato Head. Even in death, they found a way to cancel Don Rickles, and it's very sad. This is crazy. On a recent flight from Cincinnati to Phoenix, a pilot noticed something strange in the air. Close encounter with an apparent UFO. We just had something go right over the top of us that, I hate to say, this looked like a long cylindrical object. When they heard United was like, sorry, our bad, that was our plane. The wings just fell off. The TSA released a video on Tuesday of the most unusual things that were confiscated at checkpoints in 2020. But the craziest thing found in airports in 2020? Passengers. From the After 9 podcast studios, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Happy motherfucking Friday. What's up, everybody? Welcome to After 9. Sorry this is coming out late. It's uh, beyond our control. So this is going to be a really quick podcast, but uh, there's a lot to talk about. Number one, Mr. Oh, fuck, it's not Mr. It's just Potato Head now, right? You watch, That's what we're calling you, it? you watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> the, the pronouns are confusing to some sometimes, but there is some certainty in that many, many, many people are angry about this. Now, it's Friday, and Dave Lazard joins us. Dave, is... Can you think of any reason that people don't like this change, which is intended to be more inclusive? You know, I've been thinking about this for almost 24 hours since I first heard the story, and I still, I still can't muster up any, any fucks. I don't care. Like, I don't care. I don't care if you put Mr. on it. I don't care if you put Mrs. on it. I don't care if you take it off. I don't care if you call him Spuds McGee. I don't care. It really doesn't bother me at all. I I don't know. Like, am I just desensitized now, or, or I just don't care. I I just think that people want to try and equate this up to like cancel culture almost, and that's not yeah. really what it is. It's just an effort to be more inclusive. And given that it's a fucking potato, it really doesn't matter. It's just a kid's toy that kids will play with. And because you had a Mrs. Potato Head or a Mr. Potato Head when you were a kid, doesn't mean that it has to be that way now. Um, Is that a good way to sum it up? I think all of us are on the similar pages here with this. So what I'll do is I'll read some comments that we had in on our Facebook page, our FM uh, radio show, 91.5 The Beat. Give us a like. Give us a follow. That'd be awesome. Chris says, I'm tired of all this. I understand and I can empathize to those who are passionate about gender neutralization, but this is going too far. Mr. Potato Head is a toy, a character from a movie. Why should this character or name be altered? Do we start to gender neutralize all of the toys now? My sons played with cars and Barbies. So did my daughter. It's up to parents to expand their children's toy boxes with all sorts of different toys so that they can learn it's okay to play with whatever one they wish. Um, the name potato should also be removed. Maybe it doesn't identify as a potato. A lot of oh, those. you fuck. Yeah, I, hate I know. That. Like, just lo- fuck I know. Get out of here. A lot of those kind of comments, unfortunately. Um... Soon the world is going to be populated by a bunch of crybabies. Stop the nonsense. It's time for people to grow up and stop being so damn sensitive. 
I like when people decide who should and shouldn't be sensitive about anything that has nothing to do with them. Right. That's my favorite. They get offended for other people, then they're not, they don't even know if they're offended or not, but they'll yeah. say some people are going to be offended. Like, are you offended? Are you offended? Nope. Yeah. Okay, then Does it, like, chill then out. Who cares? Who cares? Then chill out. You, why do you care? Listen, I, I this doesn't affect me because I, at my age now, have grown up to real potatoes, uh, <laughs> which, which are amazing. So I don't need the toy versions anymore. But again, at the end of the day, the imagination is one of the most powerful things on earth. And if your kid grabs that potato head thing and decides, you know what? It should have the the female, the stereotypical female lips, but the man's mustache. Who fucking cares? They've got something going on in their head. They want to do that. OK, fine. We all used to do it. Oh, you put the mouth where the eyes were and shit like that. The whole thing is meant to be. Uh, played with in an imaginary way and it doesn't have to be what you consider normal so just fucking move on who cares and you know what if you don't like it then don't buy a mr potato head this isn't cancel (gasps) culture or anything like that this was something that uh, apparently there was a need for because it wasn't inclusive enough and there is a bit of an effort lately to try and be conscious of which pronouns we use and if it makes people uncomfortable then mission accomplished that they fixed it yeah this this is like the bigger part of the conversation I, and if somebody says that that they would like to be referred to with a particular pronoun okay i don't care yeah it doesn't hurt me and if you're going to come at me and, and get mad at me for not doing it right then let's let's all use this as a, a teachable moment and a moment to understand and be tolerable mm-hmm. to each other instead of just here's the way it always has been and it never should change and and that's it let's let's just stay exactly the same forever yeah and we've talked about similar subjects before on the podcast and it ha- over and over again it, it stuff is going to change we evolve mm-hmm. we change uh, well I've, what do you say though to people who say you're evolving the wrong way and this is this is too much why why are we even assigning a gender to a potato to a toy to why they with? do that back in the well, 50s why, that's the thing is they did assign they did assign a gender yeah. to begin with this is just a way of being like again more inclusive Look, Hasbro is a billion-dollar company. There's, it's not like they made this decision on the spot or an intern was like, hey, guys, why don't we just do this? They obviously, I would imagine they put a lot of thought and strategy behind it. And and really, let's all keep in mind the demographic here. Yes, of course, it's for parents to purchase for their kids, but it's also kids that they want to reach out to. And kids don't give a fuck. Kids are happy with it. Potato head, miss, mister, have both. They don't know. The, the potato doesn't have parts to begin with. They don't give There's a no shit. There's no dick. There's no dick, no vagina. There's no tits. You can't have a Miss Potato Head tits as a part of the... As a part of That's the, not like the adult the, add-on like you can buy on Amazon or anything? You probably can. You probably could if you searched deep enough. But I, I really don't... Again, it's a kid's toy. Let's just chill out. Who cares? Thank you. Um, why are we getting ripped off on gas now? Like it's a dollar twenty six a liter at some stations, and there's no good reason for it that I can tell. Do uh, you guys know why what's happening here? Excuse me, but Texas, okay, is oh, having that's issues. Why now? So yeah. that's the reason why everybody yes. must pay more money right now. Blame Texas. I know. It's, well, it's I don't mind blaming shit. Ted Cruz, but I'm not blaming Texas. It's horseshit. Well, te- uh, Ted Cruz should have brought some gas back from Mexico. Cheap would, there. It would have fixed it's cheap it. in America too. It would have fixed it for everybody. It's frustrating, isn't it? Because I remember wave one gas prices, and I was like, "Hell yeah!" I like that. seventy cents a liter. It was yeah. the best, especially if you are that person, the essential worker that does have to still commute and, and drive from to and from. You're like, "Fucking right! I'm saving money right now." It just sucks right now. It sucks. 
But this is what I don't understand. If prices went that low in wave one because there wasn't the demand, okay, maybe there were more people working in wave two than in wave one, but still, they should have been a lot lower than they were if we're comparing apples to apples here. And now for it to actually, as we come out of lockdown, shoot up to almost $1.30 a liter and they want to blame Texas, give me a fucking break. There's got to be more to it than that, and it seems like gouging. A lot of people are saying, oh, tr- blaming Trudeau as well, and Biden, to be fair, but Trudeau with the carbon tax. Does that have Well, anything- that did kick in. That did go up yeah. on January 1st. But would it have made that much of an impact? I mean. No, not to the, the, like, the number it's at it, now. It's ridiculous right now. I want stickers on gas pumps to say exactly how much. <laughs> I would love to know. <laughs> there should be a All scroll. we need is a fucking sticker on the pump and then we'll know where this money's going. Get the scroll so you, you can read the fine print. Mm. Uh, Dave, you and I have had a history with this type of segment in the past. So, uh, Kat, I don't think you and I have covered many mafia stories. Oh, oh, mm. <laughs> Dave just got real tense. Whoa. I do, too. <laughs> Okay, let me preface this by saying there's two sides to every story. Mm-hmm. We weren't there. We don't know what happened. And let's not judge. Was that an appropriate disclaimer for this? Do you concur, Dave? I, yes. And that's all I'm saying. Yes. Mobster Peter Gotti. <gasps> Ooh, you said it. One time Gambino crime boss. Uh, not, uh, biz, uh, uh, alternate business. Crime. Alternate, <laughs> alternate businessman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and successor to his brother, John Gotti, has passed away, sadly. Oh. Tragically. That's too bad. Was he on... Okay, this is this is, this is as far as my Gotti knowledge goes. You ask yourself a very oh, important worry. fucking question. No, is fine. this sensitive to the sensitivities of this segment? <laughs> well, and let me ask you this. Do you want to ask this question? I'm, it's fine. Do you do you want to? Yes, ask this I quote? do. Because there's people listening that I know are in the same boat as me. Holla! If all you know is growing up, Gotti. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, growing whoa, up, Gotti. Oh, fanta- uh, fantastically terrible, but amazing reality show that was on for several seasons. Did I watch it? Fucking right, I did. No, I can't not, believe it didn't win an Emmy. To be honest, honestly, with you. Like, though, that's the discrimination yeah. against what's Italian your name? Americans. What's and your you know name? What? The it, mom, she's great, man. Her, I, I just, I was, I loved watching it. It, it was, was just listen, next level. To it was me. on TV, but they should have given it an Oscar. They should have given it an Oscar and a Grammy. Probably a Grammy too, Dave. You're absolutely right. A Tony this is was fine well quality programming. Absolutely. Let's see if I can find out. I, now it, it was off the air. Wasn't it off the air uh, many years ago? Like it was on back in like yeah, the because early that's the 2000s. man coming down on them. That's what that was. That had that's the problem. The quality of the Victoria show. Victoria right? Gotti. That's it. Oh yeah. man, I was so into that. So anyway, I do not know the. So what's the affiliation between them and Peter Gotti? I assume that they're all related in one way. I believe that was John Gotti's daughter that was featured on Growing Up Gotti. I believe so. I don't think it was his wife. Okay. But anyway, uh, John Gotti is the one that I think most people know. And his brother, Peter Gotti, one-time Gambino business boss. Alternate business boss, yep. Thank you. Uh, has has died in federal prison at 81 years old. He had been sentenced to, probably wrongfully, to 25 years in jail after being convicted in twenty er, in 2003 on racketeering, that's an allegation, mm-hmm. and other charges. He died of natural causes at the Federal Medical Center in Butner. He served more than 17 years behind bars and had recently been seeking an early release because of his poor health. 
I, you guys won't even answer me when I ask you, but like, what's your deal with being so afraid? Are you seriously afraid? afraid? The mob? No, no, no. Hey, no, we're not, not afraid. No, are you guys fear. afraid? That, has the mob supportive. ever reached out to you guys at any time? This is not about fear. Guys, I would Kat, I, the mob is just a myth, all right? Yeah, yeah. It's a boogeyman. We don't talk about fictitious shit on this podcast. It's just a, 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 a horrible stereotype. We talk about fucking aliens. We don't mm-hmm. talk about the mob. Such a bad word anyway. Yeah, I don't even want to call it the mob. I, I prefer to call them um, uh, like a gathering, a group, uh, a family. A family. A family. A family of uh, civic-minded individuals <laughs> who care about the communities that they serve. This is the best. <laughs> oh, you guys are so funny. You know, uh, one time we hosted uh, a dinner with the Sopranos. and That was such a good night. It was a big banquet hall. There was, well, I don't know, a thousand people there. Uh, and people bought tables to to have dinner with the cast from The Sopranos. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Polly and, and Christopher were there, yeah. and Big Pussy was there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was a, a one one moment that that actually <laughs> scared me. Uh, <laughs> and I think Scott knows exactly what story I'm going to tell. Polly Walnuts, yeah, uh, is uh, is up at the big banquet table, and um, the characters on The Sopranos. It's very funny that they're. You know, very much like their characters. The actors that played them were, were like, wow, that is remarkably accurate. Uh, <laughs> so you're like, are you still in character? Or like, what's going on? So anyway, Paulie gets up in the middle of the, di- middle of the dinner and he gets on the microphone. And he says, hey, uh, I have uh, seemed to misplace my glasses. <laughs> and like his, like his reading glasses uh-huh. or whatever. Right? And he goes, and again, remember, there's a room of like a thousand people in here. And he goes, any of you motherfuckers saw my glasses. <laughs> I'm telling you now, if you took them, I'll fucking find you. And it, we're just like, it was a thousand people, like a collective fear all going, ah, please find this man's glasses. Like, we just didn't know what would happen next. Like, it blurred the reality of the show to real life. And we're like, are we on an episode of The Sopranos and we don't know it? Like, Dave, I think we're going to get shot tonight. <laughs> yeah. like You guys like, are saying too much and I'm loving it. Oh, it was unbelievable. But it was so it was so that's funny. a great impression, by the way. <laughs> that's a solid impression. I, I want to tell you now that's not an impression. It's an homage. <laughs> you guys are... <laughs> uh, a bunch of snowflakes. Hey. <laughs> Fucking snowflakes. <laughs> Uh, there is a problem with the world's Roombas right now. Kat, you've actually noticed this on yours. Uh, the Roombas are all acting kind of fucked up lately because they got an update that makes them appear drunk. Mm. <laughs> they always Honest look to goodness, drunk. though, Intel. They so, do. You're right. So Scott simply asked me that this morning. Is your Roomba acting differently? And I thought, yes, is yours. And there's an actual reason for it. And the reason for the change is because it works on an app. So you can actually time your Roomba out however you'd like to. It's not all manual, right? So you can say, hey, Tuesdays, for example, my schedule, oh, Tuesdays, 8 a.m., do the rounds, find your way home when you're done, when your battery's about to die, right? But lately, and I mean, in the last week I noticed, when it started, it would just go in circles around and around and around. I'm like, you already fucking vacuumed that spot. Like, move along. I'd actually pick it up and move it because I'm like, fuck you. Go vacuum that way. You vacuum you can picture this already. Her, you can picture Kat drunk yeah. <laughs> arguing with her fucking Roomba. She's mad that she's got to put the wine glass down and go move the Roomba. He's like, oh. Fuck, fine. I'll come and pull you off the register for the heat. But you better start doing your job. Look into the Roomba. You're like, how many kids do I have? And you're like yelling at the Roomba now like it's a child. Roomba, you're going to get a timeout real fucking quick. Okay? No Paw Patrol either. Oof. <laughs> But, but I noticed saying, it, but there's a reason for it. 
Yeah, it, it's an update that they pushed down, and the Roombas got this update, and now they're all fucked up. So it's doing, like, weird patterns and sometimes just endlessly spinning around in circles. Sometimes it'll get stuck in the middle of a room where there's nothing to get stuck on. Like, it's legit yes. fucked up. It's like it's on math or something. Here, let me throw this possibility at you. Maybe, yeah. just maybe, the robots are working in tandem with the aliens. And They've nailed it. And they're actually, while they're spinning around and going in circles and hitting walls and doing weird things, maybe they're actually writing something. They're mapping out your your fucking house is they're, what they're doing. So the aliens can come in and be like, I got this. I, knew it. I know I know what's going on. <laughs> Let's plug into the Roomba app and, fi- and find out where they keep the Ritz I might, crackers. I might just talk. Do you think it's listening? Do you think they're, it's listening to us too? Because I'll Roomba? chat with it tonight. Yeah. yeah. The, well, the aliens, Scott. Don't be ridiculous. The Roomba. Oh, the Roombas, aliens. And it's the oh, aliens right. listening yeah. through the Roombas. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm ridiculous. Yes, yeah, go on. Fucking silly person, you. <laughs> so if I talk to the Roomba, maybe the aliens will hear. This is a good channel. This is a good channel through. But I'm telling you, Dave, no joke. It was. It's funny that you brought it up. I thought it was just my Roomba. I thought something was wrong with it. Is there are a they recall? Fixing, is yeah, there something yeah. to fix? Are they no. fixing it? No, they're going to push another update to oh, fix the update. Yeah, here we go. Another update. Mm-hmm. But the update to fix the update will not be available for a couple more weeks. Probably they need to get a little more surveillance That's done right. on all of our homes. <laughs> yeah, get more data So it's going to be it. still drunk for another couple weeks, like going around in circle like, hey, you fucking lazy bitch. I'm vacuuming <laughs> your floor again because you won't vacuum it for yourself. Oh, you can't fucking bother to pick up a goddamn Swiffer. Nope. <laughs> Round and around and around. Let's just assume hypothetically for a second that uh, the Roomba does have a personality. It probably judges the fuck out of us. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, look at you, you fat fuck, playing video games again while I vacuum the floor. Like, <laughs> fuck. put some pants on, you asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you just bite your nails and spit it out? What's the matter with you? Oh, I'm I'll, gonna, come, I'll come suck it up I, now, you asshole. I got to clean that up. Have some respect. Maybe they're just turning on you. They're, they're just grossed out. This goldfish has been under the couch for six months. Likely. <laughs> right? That's what it is. The vacuum cleaners have had enough of our shit. Yeah. More Cheerios under Cat, Cat Kellyanne's table. Whoa, big fucking shocker. Yeah. And I bet you that the Roomba is at the point where it's going, you have been asking way too much of me. Yeah. I cannot suck up an empty Jello cup. <laughs> you, you, you've stepped on it, it you've squished it and tried to flatten it out so I could pick it up but I can't it's you true. don't know my limits you don't respect me you just push 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 it's rude I've had uh, it I love my Roomba I love it uh, last but certainly not least this just broke today two months later Health Canada finally today approved the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine for use in Canada we have 20 million of these things on order, so thank God they approved it. Yay! That's good news. That should speed up the vaccination cycle a little bit. Wait a minute, but- though. Is this the one, Scott, that doesn't work as well on the older population? Is that correct? Uh, so over in Europe with this one, there's some countries who are advising those 65 plus not to take this one because the side effects of this one, and, and they all have some side effects on some people, but this one in particular, it's harder when they get the second shot. People that are 65 plus, like uh, true seniors. Okay. So I don't know about you guys, but if this one can really only go to younger people, we got to start having fucking COVID vaccination parties. Like 
let's fucking go. Let's do like a an ever after or a digital dreams or something like that. <laughs> Everybody dress up like a fucking unicorn with whatever and, and just start giving shots out. In all fairness, at those festivals, a lot of needles go around anyway, so we might as well make them good needles. Bring, them, bring out LMFAO and just have them perform shots. Yeah. Everyone gets down, pulls their pants down, and then they just, from blimps, just drop the needles into our butts. Shut, like, shut, just, shut, there you go. Shut, 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 yeah. Everybody! <laughs> One shot, two shot, yeah. three shot. Oh. Try to get Lil John in on it. He's the one who could figure this whole thing out. I think so. He's the key. He's been the key the whole time. Yeah. Right under our noses. Yeah. Yeager bombs! <laughs> COVID shots! Buttery nipples! Like, it's great. That would be fantastic. No more Rona! Yeah. Yeah, Rona! <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah. Corona, what? <laughs> okay, so here's the scenario, though. We had the Pfizer one, and we've got the Moderna one that were already approved. Now we've got this, this AstraZeneca one. Let's say, in the same way that we get all of our other illegal drugs, you just know a guy. Let's say you met a guy who had an authentic AstraZeneca vaccine. But it wasn't approved by Health Canada. How the hell did Would he get it? it? First of all, well, I, I, I'm telling you right fucking now. I got now. questions. Yeah. If yeah. somebody, if somebody at AstraZeneca phones me tomorrow and says, "Hey, want to hang out sometime?" They're my new best friend. Yeah, yeah. You think you can sneak me a shot at a work today? I'll take one. I, whichever shot it is, I'll take it. It just floors me that this was approved two months ago in the UK, but Health Canada didn't approve it until now because they had more questions. The question is. We trust the UK with our security and we trust them with so many different aspects of our lives. Why wouldn't we trust their doctors and researchers on this vaccine? Even the needed, UN endorsed this one. They needed Lil John to yeah. figure it out first. <laughs> Pfizer bombs! Okay? Once Lil John gives his seal, I'm good, man. That's all I need. <laughs> yeah. he's. Listen, I don't know how he's not a doctor yet. If you get Dr. Dre... Uh, you know, Dr. How his, John. Yeah, Dr. Lil He's John. He's got a PhD of some kind, doesn't he? He must. Yeah. I'm about it. I'm about it too. Yeah. Uh, couple more things, just real quick. Are you interested at all in the super follow option from Twitter? They announced it yesterday. They will allow you to still get tweets for free on Twitter, obviously, uh, as you normally do, but you can become a super follow. And subscribe to someone's account for bonus content. So it's like OnlyFans for Twitter. It's like OnlyFans for Bingo. Twitter. Yeah. Bingo. And you know that extra content's all going to be porn. Like it's all going to be porn. It's just going to be pornography. That's it. Right. Right. Like, here's me in a bikini top. Beam one of my super follows to see my actual boobs. That's exactly what's going to happen, right? That's what's going to go down. Yeah. Huh. You know who would make a lot of money off of that, though? If they let him back. Oh. Donald Trump. <laughs> He'll make a fucking fortune. People will fall all over themselves to pay four ninety nine a month to read his tweets. Well, truth be told, when you look at all the main social media platforms, so when you look at Facebook and Instagram and then you compare it to Twitter, I don't know about you guys, I see nothing but ads now. Like every other post is an ad from Facebook or Instagram, but Twitter mm -hmm. kind of lacks that. You'll see the promoted tweets if you look on your trending topics. Every now and again, you'll see a promotional tweet. But there's, it's not as much in-your-face advertising. So maybe they're realizing, hey, all these other platforms are able to still make dough uh, and keep their subscribers. Why can't we find something else? So this is probably their something else. Well, here's an interesting question then. It becomes, is it a side business for somebody to say, I'm going to start charging people for my tweets, and I'm also going to charge 
or I'm also going to charge advertisers so I tweet for them like as an influencer would. Um, now, can a, can Twitter come along and say, well, you're a, you're one of the people who's charging and you're one of the super follow users. So if that's the case, um, we're going to put this ad on your page because people have paid to be on your content and you don't get a cut of our ads because you're getting a cut by charging people. Ah. You know what I mean? Like, that sounds yeah. a little, I know it sounds a little weird, but connect the dots there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Are, are, how is this going to work here? I, I don't, I, do we really need this? No, no I'm not, I'm not using it. it. Any of us I'm using it? it? Any of us I'm interested? Not, I'm not giving credit card information to Twitter. <laughs> Fuck that. There is not <laughs> no. one person on Twitter that I feel like I would pay for their content on Twitter. Like yeah. if it's, if it's somebody that, that use an example of an actor or something like that, it, I'll pay for their performance in their, movies and shows but their twitter thoughts uh, why am i paying for their thoughts well, and it's confusing because what's stopping these subscribers from just screenshotting the shit and sharing it are they going to get in trouble for that or, or and how do you even know it could be anonymous like it hey guys time. it happens all the time yeah. how do you not know i could sh- i could be subscribing something screenshot it send it to you you share it with a bunch of people mm-hmm. and you're not paying for it so who's yeah. the sucker it kind of y- seems stupid to me you know who i think is gonna take full advantage of this is pro sports Pro sports, this is a great way. Hey, yeah, you can get our Behind tweets the about the team and stuff like that. Yeah. But if you want to see inside the dressing room yeah. before the game, if you want to hear what the coach said in between the second and third period, that sort of shit, I could see them doing that. Yeah. And in the same way that you can turn on any TV and watch any hockey game, uh, you can also pay $30 a month to watch it on a much smaller screen, your phone, and people are falling all over themselves to sign up for the NHL's online content. So I think that they could probably parlay that into some revenue, mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. If, yes. if you're a diehard Leafs fan and you want to know everything that's going on, I could see people paying five bucks a month to get access to those. Yeah, tweets. you might have mentioned the only thing I could see making sense that people would subscribe to. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it. Ind- yeah, you know what? They could even broadcast the it. whole game if you think about it. Like, the, could they not just put like a Twitter live? But well, I think you're getting into bo- broadcast rights and things gotcha. like that. You'd have to dig okay. into. Okay, so is but the behind the scenes. But if you're into this team, I mean, both of you have favorite teams. Like, yeah. maybe you'd consider that for a price if it's only like three bucks a month or something and you have access to all that stuff that you're actually interested in, maybe you would. Well, I think that that's when you start to see them limit the amount of content they give you for free. Yep. If that's the way they're going. Like I couldn't yeah. see, like thinking more about it, I couldn't see myself paying for an individual's content, but maybe if it is something that I follow or somebody that I am interested in as a, you know, a sports team is a great example. Yeah. So hmm, I wonder if they would go that route or if they're going to start to piss off the fan base. Oh, but, they, that's, that ship has sailed. It costs a lot of money to be a true fan of a team these days. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they just right. screw you left, right, and center. Right. Yeah. Uh, last but certainly not least, and then we'll wrap it up for today. This is great. I think this is really, really good. But Dave, I want your unique perspective on this because you're a boss and a guy on TikTok. You're a boss. <laughs> a boss. You're a boss. <laughs> like Lil he John. says, <laughs> there's one question that you should ask when you're being interviewed for a job. Here it is. Okay. Do you want to so the guess? Boss, he was going to take a guess there. Oh, if you want to guess, you go right so ahead, So you're interviewing Dave. me, Dave. Yep. What could be a question that I should ask that would make you go, good question? Is that it, Scott? Correct? Sort of. Like, oh, okay. Okay, you know what? L- let's just hear what, well, I want to hear what it is. Because okay. I could go in a million different directions. Well, they usually ask you at the end of an interview, do you have any questions for us? Mm-hmm. And maybe you do, maybe you don't. Typically, if you do have a question, it's, oh, where would my desk be? What would my hours be? Uh, would I be able to take Fridays off in the summer? That sort of shit. <laughs> They say the one question you should ask when you are being interviewed for a job is this. Based on what we've talked about today, is there anything that gives you hesitancy 
with hiring me. Oh, he that says, kind of puts the person on the spot. No, it does. He says, if you ask that question that way, it sort of obligates the person interviewing you to put their cards on the table. And it also gives you a chance to fight for yourself and correct anything that may have been misunderstood. What do you think? That's an interesting perspective on it. I think uh, anybody who's put on the spot to answer it, like, uh, you know, a hiring uh, somebody who, who is hiring may say, no, you know, I think I've got a lot of really strong candidates and you've represented yourself well. And, and you know, I, I have a lot of thinking to do. You have not made this uh, an easy decision. See, he's got a good answer for that, though. But some people might be, <laughs> feel like they're put on the spot a little bit. Yeah. But it's the way that you ask it, right? Because you could ask the same question in a different way, like, so are you going to hire me for this or do I have a shot in hell or what? And that's a totally different, different question, Different right? tone altogether, Different yeah. tone. Yeah. But, the, but to ask it in that way, it, it, it's kind of smart. But I feel like you'd only ask that if you're unsure if you got it. Like, if you're pretty confident, you'd be like, you know what? I have no questions. This was great. Thank you so much. Then you know that person's pretty confident. They felt they did good in the interview. Is there I, anything to that? I will say, though, as somebody who is in the position to hire, I like when somebody has a question. So if you get right. to the end and they go, I have no questions, you either think, well, this was an incredibly thorough interview, or you, Don't care you're not enough. really fully in. You just kind of you want a job. Like, I mean, right. if, you're hiring, if you're hiring somebody for a job or hiring them for the next step in their career, I think there's a difference there. So it, you, you almost – it's I think that opening that up for the questions – kind of tells me how committed you are to the bigger picture and and how you see yourself fitting into the plan or how you see yourself growing. As if it's not just a, yeah, do I get paid on Thursdays or Fridays? Or You know, you can kind of tell. <laughs> never ask right? that. You can kind of tell where they're going, though, by, by how they right. respond to right. your ask of questions. So that I think that that's really kind of an interesting way to look at it. And I think if you are somebody who is interviewing for a job and you, you want a job, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that's a bad strategy at all. Is to say, is there anything that you think about this conversation that makes you second guess whether I would be the right fit? Right. Instant. Ask for that instant feedback. To me, that tells that tells me that you are open to learning. You're opening to listening and evolving. And mm-hmm. if you ask me if uh, a potato should have a Mister or Mrs. in front of it, <laughs> that is always a great question to ask in a job interview, and and uh, you'll be escorted out immediately. <laughs> Okay, what if at the end of the interview, Dave, you've interviewed me and you say, okay, Scott, do you have any more questions? If I lean across the desk, maybe I even like put like my elbow on your desk, lean into my chin and say, what's your fucking problem? Whoa. Is that going to work? Yeah. Is that an appropriate question to ask? Because it seems like there is no right or wrong answer here. <laughs> could you, but I, I would love to set it up as a, a little less uh, confrontational. You could say the same thing. You can ask the same question. But just as what's a, your yeah. friggin' problem? Hey, just one quick question. Um, what's your fucking problem? Like, just, you know, <laughs> that yeah. tone is everything. Yeah, you know, it sounds totally different. You're asking me a totally different question when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, did I get this job, or should I just go fuck myself? Like, yeah. you, you tell me. <laughs> That's always a good one. It's a great way to end it. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm just going to fuck off right out of your uh, your office here. Hey, I, I, I think this didn't go well, so yeah. have a great yeah. life. Quick yeah. question. When this uh, job interview is done and I, and I leave the office, do I go left or right to go fuck myself? I, I'm just trying to remember which way it was and, and uh, to get down to the elevator. I just don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> just remember to fob out for yourself, please. Yeah. Sign, out, sign out at the front sign desk before you go fuck desk. yourself. <laughs> Please don't and fuck yourself case, on our property. Go fuck right. yourself off the property. <laughs> you wait till you and get back we're in your not vehicle. Even gonna, <laughs> you may we're fuck, not even going to... Yeah, you may fuck yourself in your vehicle. Yeah. That's fine. 
we're not even going to validate your parking, so you can go no. fuck yourself there, too. <laughs> yeah. You can't use the washroom on your way out. You can go fuck yourself that way, too. Go pay your parking ticket that you got, because you were here waiting for this interview longer than you had paid the, for the meter. Uh, and while you're at it, go fuck yourself. And everyone's going to give you a dirty look on the way up, fucker. Right. <laughs> Hit that subscribe button, everybody, and you will get future episodes of After 9. Uh, follow Dave on all the social media channels at Dave Blazard. That's D-A-V-E-B-L-E-Z-A-R-D. You got to pay for it, though, obviously. <laughs> I forgot to tell you, yeah, you got to pay for the content. I'm a content creator. Yeah, it costs money now. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. <laughs> and Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.